0: the media files for april 5th 2021 is presented by leveldowngames.com on with the show For me, it's 7.42pm on April 1st, 2021, but for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water-cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair, and this week, for the first time ever, an ever-evolving third chair... I guess the co-hosts of the podcast next door, Chris and Cody, welcome to your debut on
1: the Media Files. Yay! Thank you for having us. I didn't know we, we were first timers. This is amazing. Or something. I love it. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, this is your uh, this is your big debut. We've had a couple of debuts on the Media Files lately, but this is the debut of having two people sit in on the media files with me but for for anybody that's listened to the podcast next door they they know that one of you does not come without the other so it only felt right to have both of you on for this episode
2: exactly well thank you this is sort of a bigger brother has to take little brother with him in this scenario chris is the big brother so i kind of had to tag along well
0: and that was very kind <laughs> of <to> extremely
2: <laughs> mom said I, I get to go with you
0: well I- do you guys want to tell everybody a little bit about the podcast next door? What's up with that podcast? Fill us in on that. Uh,
1: yeah. So it's a podcast. Uh, we're two dudes. <laughs> and we uh, we talk. So we started out just exploring uh, random everything. We were just yep. talking about anything and everything. That was season one. Um, and then uh, we got to a point where we realized we want to focus in on one genre. So we started season two um, back in the fall. When was that? November. Um, and and we started the movie club that was uh season two. And mm-hmm. so we talk we watched a different movie every week, and then we talk about it at the end of the week, and yeah, and then we <laughs> well and and you guys recently watched Godzilla from twenty
0: fifteen or sixteen, right? Yeah,
1: so the first one of the uh new Godzilla trilogy, I Which guess. Which was now. just Godzilla, right? Yeah, it was just Godzilla.
0: Right, just Godzilla. And listening to that and just how much. Uh, Chris, specifically how much you loved that movie made me think that I should probably get you guys on for this specific episode that we're doing. And that's when I reached out to you and was like, all right, I'm going to need you guys uh, somewhere towards the end of March, beginning of April.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do this one too for our show, even though we covered Godzilla and we kind of made this like unofficial rule that we would just do one from any kind of like trilogy or saga because otherwise we'd be doing like all the Harry Potters and oh, all gosh. the Star Wars. <laughs> and that might be weird. All the fast. But i think this one will let it slide and we'll do two from the trilogy oh yeah <laughs> it'll be good
0: well then let's pop right into this one this week on the media files we are talking about godzilla versus kong Godzilla vs. Kong is the fourth film in Legendary Pictures' Monsterverse and features exactly what it sounds like, the showdown between the two most famous larger-than-life monsters of Hollywood, Godzilla and King Kong. There's an evil organization, silly plans and antics, a strange script, actors returning from previous films, and convoluted plot lines, but most of all, lots and lots of fighting between a giant fire-breathing lizard and a giant semi-intelligent ape. Godzilla vs. Kong stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, Shun Oguri, Aza Gonzalez, Julian Dennison, Kyle Chandler, and more. Directed by Adam Wingard, it was released on HBO Max and in theater simultaneously on March 31st, 2021 in the United States. There's a lot to unpack here. I I don't know. You know what? There are some spoilers that we might talk about going into Godzilla vs. Kong here um, towards the end of the movie. There's one big spoiler, at least I can think of, that may get brought up. So if you want to go in spoiler free to Godzilla vs. Kong, pause the podcast now, go watch the movie before it leaves HBO Max on April 30th or April 31st, I guess. No, there's no April 31st, is there? Uh, Just the 30th. And then (laughs) come back. Uh, and listen to this, but...
2: Let's start with you guys. Let's start with Cody. Cody, what did you think about yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong? I had very low expectations in a very positive way, simply because Godzilla was always one of my favorite favorites as a kid. Everyone loves him. He's an oversized lizard. Um, many different forms of him. King Kong, however, is uh, I actually like him a little bit better than Godzilla, just because I thought his movies did a little bit better. Um, but going in, I had low expectations, but high hopes. And a lot of the fight scenes were amazing. I feel like with each of the Godzilla films, they didn't focus too much on Godzilla. Godzilla, or they introduced him into the movie like over a half hour, almost an hour in, and then you barely saw him. Uh, This one, they got right to the fighting, right to the action, right to all the good stuff. So I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Uh, Then again, I'm easy to please. I'm not gonna dissect a movie and tell you, oh, for what it's worth, this is wrong because the shadow is no, that's just not who I am. I easily get sucked into the universe that we're going into, and I can overlook a blooper nine times out of ten, and I'm just there for the experience. So I really like this movie.
0: Chris, how about you? I know you were really excited for Godzilla vs Kong how did you come out of this movie feeling
2: well oh, no. <laughs>
1: uh yeah so okay yes I was very excited but I, I may have got too hyped up about it I don't know because right like off the bat I was confused <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately and i i had to stop it and like go back to the second one and be like okay what are they talking about this cuz like early on they start talking about like hollow earth and i'm like where did we talk about this in the other movies and and i come to find out that they mention it like barely in the uh ending credits uh of the end of the second one and i'm like okay so i'm supposed to know exactly what it is but anyways i and so it didn't start out good for me and i was i was kind of disappointed but then the action like Cody was saying it started pretty quick and i was like oh, okay we're just going to we're just going to jump right into the fighting and, and and so right away i knew this movie was just about you know kong fighting godzilla and and that was enjoyable it was pretty cool i always love in these like giant titan movies where there's things that are larger than life and it's uh shot you know quote unquote that like from a perspective as if we were standing there with a camera you know we're like down on the ground looking up at them and uh or we're like say from a helicopter view um next to them i i appreciate that because it puts me into the the scenario a lot better like i'm watching this in my city or something and so uh i enjoyed the 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 kong and and godzilla uh fight scenes i guess a whole lot
0: and and there's a lot of that in this movie i i think it stands to be mentioned that if you are watching a movie called Godzilla vs Kong, expecting to see Godzilla versus King Kong, this movie will not disappoint in that regard. There is a lot right. of Godzilla vs King Kong going on in this film, and that I loved. I mean, I mean, and I and I think to in some regards I fall right in between you guys here. I went in with some expectations, but not super high. Having watched the previous three films in this monster universe, the, the the first three being Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters, I was not a f- huge fan of any of them. I think Kong was probably my favorite of the three. The two Godzilla movies really let me down to some regard, but this one really, I think, is probably my favorite of the four. Like I said, kind of a low standard, a low bar to set, but I really enjoyed the fight scenes, the choreograph of the fight scenes, and the spectacle of Godzilla vs. Kong. It never shies away from showing them completely just maul each other over and over and over again. It doesn't cut away to people running the whole lot. Not No cutting away to humans having dialogue when all I want to watch is them <laughs> punching each other. You see a lot of that in this. And and for that reason, I liked it. Now, like I said, there's, there's some pretty clunky dialogue from a lot of the characters. Oh, so clunky. Some of the plot is 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 really leaving a lot to be desired I, I, I feel the entire storyline, Starring Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Julian Dennison as this trio that that are conspiracy theorists and breaking into this evil organization really ends up being entirely Mm -hmm. pointless by the end of the movie serves serves no purpose at all. Uh, But I did enjoy the three of them on screen together. I thought they were really funny. I thought they provided kind of a lightheartedness to this otherwise kind of weirdly serious movie in a lot of ways. Right. But again, Was probably entirely unnecessary, probably unneeded that being said overall for the hour and 50 some minutes that this movie ran on my on my big screen television I was glued to it the whole time I was laughing I was cheering my <laughs> wife had no interest in watching it she sat down right next to me and was totally glued to the screen also absolutely loved what she watched of it also and so I, I think there's a lot to like here if you're just wanting to watch big monsters punch and, and kill and right hurt.
1: yeah absolutely there's there's a lot of good right there. yeah I it's funny you mentioned in the time because both Cody and I mentioned that too that it was shorter than the last the Godzilla uh, king of the monsters mm-hmm. um which was like two and a half hours or something like that mm-hmm. and but right I personally felt like there were two movies here <laughs> and it was the um Godzilla fighting King Kong and then um the like the B plot that was happening that came together at the end I don't I don't know if we want to like spoiler. <laughs> spoil it but i'll just say like the b plot that had the the kind of comic relief trio um that you mentioned what are the names millie bobby brown and the the other Millie,
0: bobby brown brian tyree henry and julian those guys
1: i felt like they were the b plot Mm -hmm. in the story and it kind of it converged at the end but it felt so unnecessary it was just like wait why is this happening why are
2: they still trying to why is there this thing expose it when godzilla is clearly (laughs) out and about and Right. Kong is now like, okay. out and about too. There's yeah. nothing to expose. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: now I've I've seen some some theory I I guess Adam Wingard not a terrible director. I think he's done a pretty decent job with his handling of this universe overall as well as could be done, I guess. But but the theory being that this human plot of these three as they break into this Apex facility ending up being entirely inconsequential in the end is his nod at saying the humans don't matter in these movies it's just it's just about the monsters right which if that's how it is that's fine i i mean you still wasted about 30 minutes of screen time yeah. on it but i think you know if that's what you're going for i think that's kind of a, a cute little tongue-in-cheek way of saying yeah. it
1: and okay <laughs> there were a lot of things where they just introduced it all of a sudden and it bugs me in movies when you introduce a concept into a universe but then you don't like explain it I don't I don't know that's maybe just pet peeve but like the whole like all of a sudden like getting warped to Hong Kong and I hope that doesn't spoil too much for people but the, the... yep that happens <laughs> and and I'm just like wait underground wh-? tunnels super speeds them to right, Hong Kong it's yeah. like okay and they don't even like there's things in that little train car that they're in that don't they mention them but it, is it just a nod back to like a previous movie or like they don't turn into anything. It just kind of goes away. And that drives me nuts. It's like, why introduce it? Why have it in the movie if you don't do anything with it? And there was tons of that in this movie. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. There, there really is, is quite a bit of that. Um, One of the biggest things for me was, was a major reference to Ghidorah at the end of the film. Um, there's, there is, without trying to spoil too much, there is a body part of Ghidorah that gets brought up and how it's used is, is utter rubbish, utter nonsense.
1: You can say the body part because it's at the end credit of the credits of the second godzilla movie. Yes. So, yeah. Yes.
0: It, you know, there's there's a lot to to really dissect and and pick apart about this movie, but I think like Cody says too, this is a movie that if you don't dissect and pick apart, it'll exactly. be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yes. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's any uh any, you know, deep motive behind a lot of the things going on in this movie besides let's entertain the viewers at home. Um it's okay to watch a stupid movie and really love it. And I think that's exactly what this was. Yeah. For me. And when
1: we get to our like rating score part, I, I made two up in my head and, and I'll explain and, and we can go into that later. But okay. just f- Kind of for that. No, both of
0: these both of these characters, King Kong and Godzilla, do have like a, a very long storied history in Hollywood and kind of a kind of a lot of cultural relevance in a lot of ways, too. in the stories that that have been told around them and the movies that have been made around them. How do you guys feel that this movie kind of lines up with the legacy that we expect out of King Kong and Godzilla? And and how do you feel like—how how did they take this forward from this movie going onward? You know what I mean? I, I feel like this was kind of an, an Avengers Endgame type, but only after four movies worth, which—not that I needed 22 movies <laughs> right. to get to this, but—
2: with with the success of this, there there will be more. How does this live up, and where does it go from here? That's a really good question because again, I'm easily entertained, and I don't if I don't know something from the beginning, I'm not going to know where it's leading. So, like a big example is sure Star Wars. I I didn't watch four, five, and six originally, so when one, two, and three came out, I didn't know what was happening. So with Kong versus Godzilla, I never watched all the Kong movies and I never watched all the Godzilla movies because if you go back to when Godzilla first came out I think at one point he he even goes into space in one of those decades like it's crazy they just get absolutely nuts with it so knowing that I still like this movie but going forward like I kind of predicted a couple of things I called a couple of things that most people already knew but it was new information to me when I watched Kong versus Godzilla having said that I, I don't know I think it held up I think it was a really good movie I just don't know what the next step is because like you said Kyle It was sort of the Avengers endgame. We didn't need all the other movies building up to this. It was just the main four or five others before.
0: Like I said, I I didn't really care for the other three, but I'm glad I watched them leading into this because they, they did so much to build that character and that the sympathy that you have for both Godzilla and Kong going into this movie, I think especially Kong in this film, they do a really good job of humanizing King Kong. There's a lot of there's a lot of emotion built around him and, and what he wants and his whole motive in this entire scenario, which I thought was really interesting and actually pretty well done. That was a really
2: neat little plot point that they threw in, especially yeah. when he interacted with. I forget the character's name, the uh, tiny Gia. I think it was Gia, the young Gia? girl who uh, couldn't hear. Yeah, I think I think it's Gia. Something Other like than that, yeah. she cried a little too much for me. <laughs> I know she that was sounds like bad.
1: Nine or eight or something. Oh, and it's so. like she's supposed to be in
2: touch with this <laughs> enormous over size gorilla it was just a little too much however i enjoyed every scene with her other than the crying because you got to experience her life you couldn't hear anything except you could feel the you could feel kong's heartbeat and like they were signing with each other that was that was really nice that was those were cool scenes pretty well done yeah
1: yeah. Uh. So with the living up to the legacy, um, this is the first of all the. Well, I don't know if I can call it the first of all the reboots, but it's the first modern one, I guess. That they go the like CGI design, the the uh, directors' uh, design of the monsters is a direct nod to the very original um, costumes that the uh, like stunt people would wear in those original movies back in the 50s so um kong he stands up more upright like a Mm -hmm. person um godzilla does the same thing he's got those like fat wide feet um and i know they've like played around with the size of them so that they could be the same size uh that's like an issue that people have but i didn't really care they were both giant monsters to me and so it was like whatever they're the same
2: size why who's bigger normally oh godzilla's like five times his size normally i think oh okay no wonder yeah
0: i was totally okay with changing kong size for the purpose of this film by the way that did not bother me yeah, one bit
1: oh, I, I didn't really care it was like eh, they're both giant and they destroy buildings so
2: <laughs> just makes watch. sense in my head <laughs> in my head
1: <laughs> but uh yeah i think uh i think it's continuing that legacy um although correct me if i'm wrong godzilla the first like movie of godzilla was made as like a way to talk about um the uh atomic bombs that were dropped
0: that's that's absolutely correct it it was made kind of in a response to the the destruction that was brought about by the u.s bombing on hiroshima and nagasaki and king kong was in a lot of ways an allegory for you know enslaving of of races and and the the racial history that that the united states has had so both of these kind of buried deep into that into that human rights, you know, literature. Yeah,
1: I think we've strayed away from that part <laughs> <Thankfully>. <laughs> a little bit. It's kind of like, yeah, it's and, become and just about, especially with fighting. with
0: the way that human life and property is taken so wantonly in these right. films. Um, you know, in in each of them, there's a quick light, a quick line of like, we told everybody to get into the shelters; they should be safe. You know, as if as if getting into the shelters was a a quick and orderly process. Uh, or or you know, we right. evacuated the city and now. Hong Kong is free of humans. You know, there's there's a lot of left to be questioned there. But even still, kind of the the overall wanton destruction is is, I think, a a big departure from that from that original value that that these were kind of, of made for. Uh, that being said, it's all done very, very well and very visually appealing. Right. in this film.
1: Yeah. So I think going forward, it will have more to make, you know, I don't think we'll have a problem with finding some way to continue. it. it did kind of feel like an ending this one. Um, and so I'm sure they'll go off on some other weird new thing, <laughs> but, um, sure. I, I do think that the, uh, kind of, you know, the moral of the story that was originally when the movies came out and why they made them, um, um, has kind of been lost in the weeds and the CGI. A little bit. So, yeah, that's how I feel yeah. about it. <laughs> I,
0: get, I can see that. The, you know, the the story that was originally told has, has given way to Summer uh, big-budget action blockbuster. Which
1: is fine. You know, we we gotta make those. Big yeah, movies.
0: I I can't be entirely <laughs> upset about it just because of you know we need those movies too. I do think that those movies serve an important piece of of American pop culture and, and maybe
1: art. if they went too much into the preachy like you know thing, it you know, it maybe would have ruined the movie. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a
0: very very fine line to balance there. You're right.
1: No, so, I don't know. We can't have it all, I guess. Can't have it
0: all. That's true. <laughs> Everything we talk about on the media files, we do give it a completely arbitrary and utterly meaningless rating. uh Let's start with Chris. You said oh, yeah. you had two. Chris, how do you arbitrarily rate Godzilla okay, vs Kong? So,
1: okay, okay. As so, I did. I did a rating scale because this is what I was thinking. As like just an overall movie, I, I ranked it kind of low, and I did a I did a one to ten scale. Okay, for these, I did. I gave it like a four because it was just just a lot of action. Four out of ten, you know. I was like, eh, I, I could watch it again, but I know, I know what's gonna happen. They, they fight, <laughs> and they destroy Hong Kong." But as a Godzilla, or more specifically, I guess, or broader, uh, as a monster movie, I put it up there as like an eight. Like this did pretty good as far as like monster movies. Um, Fair enough, yeah. A, a little more arbitrary. After we discussed what you what that means, um, <laughs> I probably would give it like like a. Hmm, maybe like 90, no, 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 85% total destruction of a city, you know, on, on a on okay. a monster level. destruction level, give it an 85% destruction. Yeah.
0: yeah, not to mention the humanitarian crisis that that would cause <laughs> uh, of an entire city being leveled. Right.
2: Holy smokes very good cody how do you arbitrarily rate godzilla vs uh, Kong? that's a great question so again i'll repeat myself for the ump- umpteenth time i really liked the movie i'll give it a solid 6.8 out of 10 um to be silly about it i give it uh four godzilla tales out of five kong fists
0: okay wow okay i arbitrarily rate godzilla vs kong as a, a very hearty Godzilla chuckle. Oh, did you guys hear Godzilla laugh towards the end of the movie? Okay. Yes.
2: I thought so.
1: And he like grins. Okay. I,
0: <laughs> I, I paused the movie and looked over at Lindsay and I was like, did Godzilla just right? laugh? And she's like, I think so. And we rewound it and watched it again. And I'm, it's not subtitled. <laughs> I'm positive he laughs there. He looks dead eyed into the camera and goes, huh, 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 huh. Oh it's so it's so stupid, but it's it's it it made it wrapped the whole movie up in this in this really dumb bow that I, I'm just really happy that they felt the need to put in Godzilla chuckling.
1: Yeah. But, you know, there was a little I will say this. And it's going to sound like I'm just harping on that I don't like it. But I actually enjoyed watching it. So I'll say that first. I could could have done without the, like, random 60s songs with Kong.
0: Okay. Oh. <laughs> like there like the there beginning... is a weird choice of soundtrack here yeah, and there. You're right. Yeah, they
1: just threw in these, like, random songs, right? And I'm just like, wait, why are we... <laughs> i don't know i felt like they were trying a little hard putting those songs in there it just didn't fit for me okay. um but uh i think they could have been a little bit more clever but when you said something about something being stupid <laughs> that popped into my head i remembered oh that was something that was stupid to me <laughs> Some,
0: <laughs> something that didn't work well uh, you know i i gotta say overall this movie overall i think it worked for me yeah. i don't think it's everybody's cup no. of tea but you know I'm glad I watched it I'm glad I have HBO Max and and was able to watch it from the comfort of my home because man I I enjoyed myself last night watching this movie I will say that. Honestly I think
1: I would have enjoyed it more in the theater but I I just like theater watching monster movies in theaters because it's so much bigger and you're just like whoa it's so cool. It's the experience it's the experience and you can feel the like rumble when they're walking and stuff
0: eh I didn't get that. Well see that's why at the end of last year I went out and bought myself a 75 inch television (laughs) and Put it in my loft, <laughs> and I don't have a big Weird loft. Flex, but okay, <laughs> I mean it's kind of a small loft. I turned off all the lights. It was like I was there, man. Dolby surround sound. Oh, I you was got the surround swamp. sound I was so in you Hong can Kong. Boom!
2: It. So. Well, see with you, Kyle. Like you said, you paused it and you looked to your wife, and you're like, "Did Godzilla just laugh?" Like you couldn't have done that in theater.
1: Well, you couldn't pause it, but you could say, yeah.
2: "Oh yeah, dude." I'm <laughs> telling you, this this whole at home <laughs> viewing
0: experience is something that maybe. And I love going to the theaters. I love oh, going yeah. to the movies. Oh, yeah. This is something that in some in some cases I could definitely get used to. I'm I don't know that I could have convinced Lindsay to go see Godzilla vs right. Kong with me because she wasn't even that interested in it. But watching it at home, she was into right. it
1: because she probably felt more comfortable. So at there's home, some benefits but, there. You know, getting into something so dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's some definite benefits there. That's all the time we do have for this week. I want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of the media files. And thank you again, Chris and Cody for being here this week. Thanks Kyle. Sure thing. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, help us grow. And special thanks to Brian for technical assistance. Do not forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com. I'm on Twitter or Instagram at brewstoff at B R U C E T O P H or at the level down games discord with the link in the show description. Where can you guys be found out?
1: We can be found on anchor.fm slash the podcast next door. Uh, we We are also
2: on Instagram.
1: Yeah. And we got a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We did do YouTube for a while. So if you want to see a couple episodes of us being dumb on video, uh, the podcast next door on YouTube as well.
0: And this episode will be getting an encore uh, play over on the podcast next door podcast feed. So go check it out there as well. Subscribe to their podcast. Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to. And maybe we'll talk about it on an upcoming show. Until next time, be kind, be honest, and we will see you later.